Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! We're back and rolling once again. In the spring. It's us. Josh, you've been on a, a couple of road trips recently. Enlighten the group on where you've been and what you've been up to. Ah, I wasn't prepared for that question. First time I've seen you in like three weeks. Yeah. Uh, now, half that's my fault because spring break was in between there. and Yeah. So I, I, went, to, I went down to uh, Disneyland of uh, the beach in 30A, but you know, that's how we roll. Yeah. If, you, if you're from this area, you know that 30A is, I don't know, 30, 30A. It's the wanna bouge. It's one a bit. It's one a bouge. It's a little bougie for for us. Want, it want a bouge. So I went. Um, I didn't have any fun. No, I did. I had a lot of fun. I just did, I wasn't on vacation. I went to uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, and spoke at Virginia Bankers Conference, the Connect Protect Conference, about budgeting and strategic planning. And honestly, it's one of my favorite talks I've ever done because I know there's a need. Like I don't think there's anybody listening to this podcast. This is not your favorite talk. Well, no, I mean like. This is probably my favorite talk from the from the breakout room, like teaching standpoint, because there's something to actually. It's a it's a thing that I know can be implemented. Like I can go in and talk about like how awesome branding is and how you should rebrand your bank, and and obviously, which we'll talk about the exception to this rule, people won't listen, bankers won't listen, they don't see the value in it, even though their name's the same as 650 other banks, and I can go up there and basically waste my breath to people that agree with me, mar other marketing directors in the audience. But this is something- There's a bigger audience that needs to listen. And yeah. It's not the marketers. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not in front of them for whatever reason. And they're not my clients. So why would I break my neck to give them good advice? But the budgeting and strategic planning, um, which I don't, I don't know if I ever showed it to you. I know when my staff gets excited about a thing, like, because they don't like to give me any any boost, you know, like, oh, your ego's big enough or whatever. So, you know, I know when my staff liked it, like, when because I, I gave the presentation internally to get some critique. Of course, didn't listen to any of their advice because uh, I'm a leader. Because <laughs> I'm a leader. It's a joke. But is it? Yeah. Anyway, the energy you get, and not everybody gets that energy from talking, but both you and I do, is, you know, that's normally there. Like, it was up for me because it was... Um, they were engaged. Now, what I and was, it was something you wanted to talk about. It, it was valuable. I knew it was impactful because I had everybody, you know, who's really confident in your budgeting ability? Who's really confident in your strategic planning ability? And, I mean, and we talked to, I mean, people that have been on this, this um, or, or listen to this podcast. I mean, we talk to banks all the time, and, like, that's the number one thing. It's like, there is there are no rules for this. So maybe I need to turn around and write the book on it. So anyway, that was one thing. And then went out to see a um, friend of the podcast, friend of mine, Sean Carson. Fellow uh, bank marketer. Fellow bank marketer. And, uh, um, is he the director of marketing for his bank? Is he the CMO? Sean is the director of marketing. I think he's an SVP there. There you go. Well, let's go, Sean. Yeah. So, anyway, went out and visited Heritage Bank on in the Pacific Northwest and had a great time uh, visiting branches, listening to them onboarding. There you go. So, tell me this are there a big difference in branches in the Pacific West versus the South? Or is a bank a bank a bank? Mm -hmm. 80 to 90 percent. Well, I mean, the big thing that they've got there is a very aggressive credit union push. So the Credit Union Association for 
Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. And I can't think of the name of the association because who cares? Credit unions. They'll pay taxes. So they'll we get, owe. Yeah. Anyway, um, this was pre-pandemic, pre, pre this, this talking point from one of their conferences that was published said that they had 50% market share in, in their area, that credit unions over banks had half the market, and their goal was to get 70%. So wow. that doesn't sound like the no pay tax, like member first. We're just your buddy, just a little down that the street. Sound like that, no, it? no, it doesn't. And so that was probably five or six years ago now. So I don't know what happened during the pandemic. Probably shrank because I don't, credit unions couldn't do PPP, could they? All If they're an approved SBA lender, okay, so. they can make a triple be. P loan. But but back to today. So good intro about where you've been, what's been going on. I, I'm going to bring a little spike today. Spite? Spiked. Not Sprite. Because you people out there, you people out there, they ain't listening. To what? To us. And you, oh, well, you, but no, listen up what I'm about to say. This is the third time we've done a pod, we're going to do or are doing a podcast about this. Because y'all ain't listening. And the ain't listening comes down to one thing, the name of your financial institution. Oh, I already kind of hinted at this. I know that was going to be our topic. And, and I already said I ain't listening. Or and his, I so didn't here's say the deal. That's not going to affect us. We're fine. Our name's 100 years old. Oh, Let well. me introduce you to something called Signature Bank last week. Let yeah. me introduce you to Signature Bank. A bank up in New York uh, that by all means was thought to be running pretty well, Right. There's a lot of other signature banks out there in the world. Do you know how many? I don't off the top of my head because you know why? I don't have to worry about things like that because we have a unique brand and took the time to rebrand our bank in 2004. So it's not a worry, and I can go on to other branding things and other marketing things and tactical and digital and whatever because I don't have to worry about the number one thing you got to start with, which is creating and building a brand. Yep. And if you don't have a unique name, I'm sorry, you don't have a brand. And Signature Banks, plural, of the country, found out the hard way last week when they had lollygagged around with the same name that everyone else had and not changed their name. And yet you go to a website that is not Signature Bank of New York, the Signature Bridge Bank, yeah. and you go to their bank, and the, they're having to literally put up web sliders that say, we are not Signature Bank this We're failing. We're not failing, yeah. You are having to tell a customer that you are not the bank's fund because why? Because you did not, you do not have a unique brand. Starbucks, there's not another Starbucks if it fails. And I hate to go into big brands, but there's not another Nike well, if it well, fails. Well, that's why they're big. That's why they're a brand too. Yeah, is because they have uniqueness. And here's the crazy thing about Signature But bank. it makes me mad because I feel like we've been talking about that this for 10 years. I feel like others have too. This isn't like exclusive yeah. to the Marketing Money Podcast. Well, first, our audience probably agrees with us. But they need to start stepping up and saying, hey, CEO, if, if I'm going to be a leader, and everybody talks about seat at the table, and I'm doing air quotes, and being a leader, and yada, yada, yep. it's time to lead, guys, because marketing has a seat now that was unimaginable a few years ago. Yeah, well, now, what I would say is, so Signature Bank, I looked it up, there are five total, including, well, four now, but including... But how many Renaissance are there? How right, many Wells right, Fargo's right, are there? Right, but hear me out. Well, there's actually, actually, there are like 12 Wells Fargo's, believe it or not, individual charters, because they operate um, sort of a split. Yeah, but that's yeah. getting technical. <laughs> well, now you're just trying to step on my spite. Or you ask. Bite. But I mean, so here's the thing. So in a risk profile, 
due to the fact that there are fewer signature banks, that there are five of right below 5,000, I mean, you have a much lower percentage. You know, you have a 0.1% or a 0.1, uh, yeah, 0.1%, uh, tenth of a percent chance of a, the point I'm trying to make is Signature Bank had one tenth of one percent chance of sharing a name with a failing bank. But they still did. But they did. Okay, so so hear me out. So now there are four banks, one in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Toledo, Ohio, Sandy Springs, Georgia, and Rosemont, Illinois, that had to go do that. And and they're and and so first national or first first in your name? Let let me six hundred and fifty. Let me open the door to the coal mine and let the canaries fly out right yeah. now. They're flying out. If you have first in your name, now is the time to use signature. So marketers, I can't, the board won't your listen to me. Your risk percentage is, is enormous. Yeah. And now is the time to take the signature bank example, write a memo, email, whatever you it's, do. This is a risk hanging over your head. And sit down in front of your board or Alco or your CEO and go, hey, this happened to signature bank where they, they had were, a relatively <laughs> unique name. Five. Yeah. We have 600 of us around the country. All it takes is one or two failing. One or two fails. And all of a sudden, we've got a huge reputational risk. We are risking a run of deposits on our bank. And, oh, John, that's that's I'm serious here. It happened. Well, here's, the, here's how you know that that's real, a real threat. I will say, frankly, I don't agree with the 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 PR move of saying I'm strong when no one's questioning if you're weak. I didn't I didn't I we didn't we didn't do that. Well, I'm just saying this to the group with all due respect. I know a lot of y'all did it. I know a lot of the executives want to do it. Well, um, well it's knee jerk, twenty four seven media. How's right. your bank doing? We need to tell everyone we're stable and strong. Here's my rule: if a bank across town burns down across town, not across the country, you don't tell people that you're fireproof. You, you don't increase the worry around a thing by could playing into it. Could not agree more or could agree more, whichever one's the correct one. Yeah. So, I agree. So, <laughs> so, so my point is, if every bank in America had that conversation, and you may not have posted it, but I bet, you had, I bet there was a conversation. Oh, no, we had an internal conversation right, right. of what to tell clients that called and asked. And so, yeah, and so that is where I agree. Like, for the six calls your call center got, are y'all okay? Now, here's the thing I'll tell you about SVB. They won Forbes top number six top bank in America. Like two weeks before they crashed. On March 6th, which was yeah. two weeks. If you would have called their call center, newsflash to all the consumers out there that are listening to this, which are zero, they would have said, We're one of the top 10 banks in the country, <laughs> yeah. according to Forbes. We're so, well, so, blah, so blah, blah. All blah. of the positioning and all of that, it doesn't matter if the people don't believe it. And, and, Here's the thing. What saved everybody is all of the fear and all of that. Weirdly in America, everybody kind of got it because SVB itself was unique. Everybody got that it was this bank. Everybody thinks it the, the general consumer, I'll tell you right now, thinks SVB failed because, of, because it's a venture capital bank. That's why they think it failed. It failed because the exact opposite reason, because of conservatism. Weird, which is a weird juxtaposition yeah. of what everybody thinks. Oh, it's a venture capital bank. They must have been all speculative. No, they took the least speculative stuff, but locked themselves into yeah. bad rates. And it wasn't about their loans, no, as, as much. It was about their deposits. Well, they had so many deposits, they couldn't make enough loans. Yeah, to they would have to break whatever their risk 
what, they would have been lending on a bunch yeah. of weird so stuff. They spent a bunch of bond, yeah. treasury notes and bonds. And that, then the rates went bananas and they're stuck. And they You think you're under margin compression? You yeah. Think, and so anyway, that's they got squoze. So it's really weird, but the consumer thinks because it's name, which is important, which is, needs to be something. Oh, that, that must have been some. They were in all these apps and spending money on all this tech and tech yeah. layoff. There's been a lot of tech layoffs, so that does play into the the narrative. But the consumer made their own assumption and really weren't, I don't think, worried about the community bank down the street. Like, thank God you're not like them. Well, then the Twitter run on their deposits. I mean, that was yeah. the that was the. But, but to go back it. to it, what my point to to extrapolate. And by the way, let me interrupt real quick. I hate talking about it because I feel like everyone's tried to chime in, but, yeah, so but ours is a real, we're giving a real world marketing example of why you should look at changing your name. And a retrospect. And we, and we have to talk about it. And here's the thing. SVB in itself wouldn't be a reason to change your name other than- Unless you are SVB. Unless you're SVB. Here's the other thing. Note, if any of the pundits out there listen to this- <laughs> The pundits- and you said you knew it was going to happen. Tucker Carlson's going to talk about this tonight, 8 o'clock, Fox News. I'm about sick of you because here's the thing. One, you didn't, or you're just a really crappy person that didn't tell anybody. Oh, LinkedIn went from everyone talking about chat GPT. To oh, everyone, they got the script. Yeah, and then here came SVB, and every, I would say one of three posts were somebody telling us why it happened, what they should have done, what they would have done. How, and I'm like, no, you didn't. Tom no, Goodwin you don't. murdered it on this. No, you don't. That just everybody gets – it is such a lemming – stop being lemmings. You know what, lemming – they run off the cliff in, your, in England or wherever they run off the cliff. Yeah. They just follow, have their nose in, in, just in the person in front of them. I'm just going to with everybody else. Now, we talked about chat GPT on a podcast because it was germane. Well, and and not to sound hypocritical, but we're giving you not a solution, not a why SVB happened, whatever. We're giving you perspective of things that have to do with marketing that, that can actually affect, affect you. This. Yes. So, so I want to go back. So, so throw the hypocrisy out. We're going to talk about yeah. it anyway. So SVB, unique name. I'm sure there are other SVBs and banks called, you know, Saratoga Valley Bank that's wanting to call itself SVB or something because uh, also. As you're talking to your execs and they want to make you an abbreviation. Why? You can be anything. Why? It's very important to them. And this is a sensitive topic and people that are listening to this that know know what I'm you saying. You can be almost anything you want to be. Why? But so, so using SVB, it actually helped that it had a somewhat unique name and a unique proposition. It helped the rest of the market because people understood what it was about, and you could make assumptions, right? Silicon Valley Bank. Oh, you must be in Silicon Valley doing Silicon Valley stuff. Like, oh, oh, that's oh. branding right there. That is branding in your name. Guess who's not in Silicon Valley? A lot of banks in, like, the South and the North and the Midwest. Yeah. And and yet everyone's like, we're safe. Let's put out a press release and do a video, and our CEO needs to get on Twitter and do a video about how we're doing deposits. I'm like, You're if, way overestimating why? what the general populace well, why? Why? knows about news why? when you felt that need. But using going to Signature and saying that you had a, a, a one-tenth to one-percent chance of having a name similar, and you're, if we're talking about risk— your risk profile is much higher if a first national fails or a first bank fails. Or a community, first community national. Yeah. Citizens was one of the top. Yeah. Mechanics is top. I think it's actually, I mean, they're not as much as first, but that's first bank of 
the noob or whatever. If you're listening to this, and God knows who is, but if you are, Google First Bank right now and see what comes up. They're 650. There are 650. Unless you've got locations turned on that finds it for you, find one near you that's not the other one near you. And so now you have a case that your risk profile increased by, uh, what, 125, uh, uh, 1,250%? Yeah. So, and you're interested in risk. You're a banker. Like yeah. we can't do it because of risk. Oh, really? <laughs> you can't do it because of risk. Yeah. So, so my point is, there's a real bankerly reason now, and John, to John's point, to to change your name. Not just you're not unique. And this is beyond. This is below the baseline of like just being competitive. I'm going to start every presentation speech I do. And if you're rolling your eyes like, oh, Mr. I speak at three or four schools every year. All my presentations are now going to start with this lead in of the signature example with the number of banks that have names, which I have on a slide. And I'm going to, because I think it's, if I'm just going to tell you what Renaissance does or just tell you what Mavis Agency does with us and the work we do and show you content and show you automation and show you digital marketing and what we do and talk about what other banks do, because I don't just talk about us. You know, you'll get value, but the value from that is how can you take what we do if you like it or do the opposite if you don't and learn from it. But there is a hard value that probably, what, 80% of the class in there is going to have a first community, mechanics, people's name or something like that, right? Citizens, commerce, like those six or seven words, your audience in there. Now the audience would raise their hands and say, well, I'm in the class to learn. I don't have the power position to change the name. And I'm like, but your bank is obviously investing in you to send you to something thinking you're going to be a value someday and be a leader someday. So why not go ahead and get it in your mind that when I get the chance, I'm going to either bring it up or I'm going to do it myself and I'm going to change the name so we have a brand. Let's relate this back to SVB. Let's say a junior portfolio analyst or somebody in their control, whatever. It's not really control department that would be doing this, but somebody said hey, we're investing in low-yield bonds and rates, all the news says rates are going to go up. I don't know, because that's what literally everybody was saying in the industry. Maybe we need to diversify our portfolio or investment portfolio, and they saved SVB Bank because they raised their hand. They would be a hero. They would be a hero. Just think about that for a second. By the way, if you're not connecting the dots, I'm saying that could be you. If you were the person at Signature Bank of Rosemont, Illinois, that said, hey, I know we're doing really well. Now um, might be a good time for us. to. We're coming out of the pandemic. Things are normalizing to the new we normal. We share a name with some other people. We're gonna now have a, might be a good time to rebrand. If you had rebranded six months you ago, been a hero. you'd be a hero. And you wouldn't have this, I'm sorry, I'm going to, Talk about these guys directly because I pulled it up. By the way, the Signature Bank of Rosemont's, they went well. You wouldn't have this centered, te- this huge paragraph of centered text. Right when you go to the site. It first centered, bad idea. People, the reason, pro tip, don't put centered text. There's a reason. Anywhere. There's a reason um, books aren't centered. It's hard to read. That starts about how strong it is. You need to start with. We're not, we're not. We're not that. Signature. We're not that. Signature. I don't need to be four lines down. We're the other other signature bank. We're the yeah. <laughs> anyway, and it's funny because Signature Bank. You know the reason they chose it. What these brand companies pitched them was like it's unique, like your signature. You're putting your name on unique it. Unique like you. 
Yeah, anyway, unique like five others. And I'm sorry to pick on y'all, but as John said, he's getting me fired up about it. Why are you you're just sitting there on the ledge waiting for somebody there, to come? There's bump no you. like deadline on like it's not like there's like by the annual meeting you have to change your when name. Your brand, when you were out of control of your brand sentiment, there's a problem. And 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 I hadn't thought of this angle before John brought it up today. Strangely, if it's not obvious to y'all. We don't rehearse the podcast. We haven't even talked about this. But it is, and of course, you know me, I'm the, even though I'm the well, brand podcast, guy, I wish the math of it. Weirdly enough, this podcast is, is as organic as it gets. We just sit down and talk and then go back to work. Here, here's the risk profile. So, so by comparison, 0.1%, the number of firsts, and it, I'd looked it up the other day, thir, uh, 650 out of- Have a first in their name. Out of 4,700. Yeah. 13.8% of all banks. Third, so, so nearly 14%. So I said 120 you know, times, essentially, earlier. The risk. I, this is going to sound so... You can't This be, is going to sound so mean and evil. You can't... And be, I don't want it to happen, but this is like a dark comedy moment of like, what if one of those first failed and it created the domino of people actually creating a brand and coming up with their own name because it would open the eyes of those things. Well, we've been first bank since 1932 and we can't change your name because we're the third first bank in the community. I'm like, dude, one of these guys fails. And I'm not saying any are. Look, I am of the opinion, as Josh said, that the well run, normal, even average bank in America is safe and sound right now. Well, middle of the fairway, guys. They're, they're doing great. It's the ones that are on the margins with cryptocurrency and or it wasn't venture capital, but but poor investment decisions uh, with deposit funding. Uh, so you've got some issues there, but when you are stable, why not change the name now? When here, yeah, when you can control it, like you're not having to. Can you imagine? And and, and to go back, to, like, there is no fault at the signature banks. I, I will say this: you may disagree at not having a different. You know, again, they're in the lowest risk profile. There's only they, five well, they of probably us. never thought about it. Why change? But if you woke up one morning and again, what well, I'm trying to compare is if everybody felt like they needed to say something to the country that they were safe. Imagine waking up and being named SVB or Signature Bank. Yeah, a couple of Fridays ago, or, or well, you you didn't wake up because they shut it down on a Friday afternoon, which was whatever it's crazy. But it, but but my point is, what you had to do that how stressful that weekend was. It was stressful for every, most banks for the industry because every yeah because everybody assumed something big was coming and their customers were going to. Are they going to run on us on Monday morning? Yeah. You know, and I would assume them? they at least had a little. Yeah. I think everyone was looking at uninsured deposits. I think that was yeah. the big thing that people really woke up to something you've preached about for a long time. Yeah, it only took a major bank failure three to... to so so I will... Everybody started advertising deposits. I will give Josh... FDIC. I will give Josh credit for this because he's talked about it forever is like, why don't banks do more about advertising or communicating the their insured deposits as a thing that might make you think the other bank doesn't have insured deposits because you're the one talking about it. And also now it's like everyone wants to be like, our deposits are insured and we have other means to insure deposits over this amount. And because we're a small bank, we have less uninsured of ours are, are... Well, and it's like, no, of course, if you're a smaller bank, you're going to have probably smaller accounts because yeah. you're a smaller bank. And you're not in... 
this area where they make where you sell an app that was somebody's idea six months ago for seventy billion dollars. Like we're in a different everywhere else is a different universe than Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's strange. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you sold your app? You know, Silicon Valley Bank was your was your and you your sold bank, it and you, you took your money your, and deposited it and then, and and then two days later, woo, your life's work just uh, you went like the high and low of that. And people were like, it should fail. The government should. No, the government has to step in at some point because of the ripples and implications it would have. Yeah. I hate it. But after going through this and talking about names and and the signature failure and the other five that have the risk or the other four, depending on how many there are, and first banks, whatever, we saw a, yeah, shining, found one. We saw a shining light this week, Mr. Yeah. Mabus. A shining light. Yeah. An absolute gem in a room of darkness. Yeah, and everybody that uses Nike and McDonald's and all that stuff is in their examples. This is a real, um, relatively small bank, I think. I, I didn't look them up much. So they are, wait for it, First National Bank and Trust Company. Yep. That is as vanilla and as generic as you can possibly get with a bank. In fact... But if, it says trust. If you had to guess... What their logo was, what would you guess was on their logo? John, I'll be Just honest. Take a guess. With all due respect to those people, I've seen their their logo. No, the, the old one. I, I've seen their logo, and I don't remember. Columns. Oh, columns. Because that's what banks love to do is a column. We've acquired 13 banks at Renaissance since I've been here. I think three of them had columns in some type of logo, like, at, like the, the marble stately column, which is to me, is outdated because now it's more about digital than it is about the stately column. But I guess maybe the marble column represents stability and all that stuff that we got to talk about now. Mm -hmm. But uh, First National Bank and Trust Company woke up and put out a message a week ago that guess what they did? Change their name. I do have a twist that you don't know about, though. I don't care. They, they From everything I see... No, I have a twist you don't know about. You'll care. There's another bank that has that name that they yeah. changed it to? No. When you Google Sovereign Bank. Yes. So what they're going to, and look, I, I don't know y'all. Y'all are in Oklahoma. If you listen. But I'm they changed their name and they spelled it uniquely. They No, they didn't. Somewhat uniquely, did they? No, it's, it's spelled like Sovereign. No, but I mean, there's not, a, there's not another bank. There's not another operating Sovereign Bank. And that's okay. your hand at the twist. Yeah. The day they become Sovereign Bank, all of their... Um, SEO points. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes because that doesn't exist. A couple of sovereign banks have failed. But but I'm just saying when you Google but are the they first day, the only so sovereign bank operating. Okay. But they're they don't have the only share of the internet. I hear you. So my point is But when I'm you, for it. I, I am for the the movement of it. Yeah. So here's the thing. So what happened? We had a guy here that very talented guy, was, but was a bit of a nightmare in one area. Like, create a brand name. And look, we caught all this internally before it ever went out. So here's the sausage being made. In the, on the branding team and would come up with names for... And this was really before we were into, into banks. And he suggested SVB. No. No, but he had this like... Wachovia. This, no, it was before banking. <laughs> but I mean, it, 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 what, what they just did is in the middle of a bank crisis is like nobody's using Wachovia and True. grabbing it. I mean, True. essentially. Yeah. It It's a good, their brand looks great. It looks up to date. It's fresh. Whoever did it did a great job. 
But let me let me finish this story. So he, um, oh, I'm gonna let you finish this guy. And I'm instead of me picking on everybody else, I'll pick on us. You know, we have some local consumer product at, that we were marketing at the time, pre seventeen when we switched to banks only. And he would come up with a name, and like I sent, I looked at this in the USPTO, and there's no no other entity. And there's a story I really want to tell y'all, but it is so off color. I Enron can't. Financial. No, it's it's dirty. It's it's and, and those guys are dirty. But anyway, he we we were working with a company, and he he said this, and, and the name was really good. Now, let me see how much I can say about this without offending anybody who Google's this or getting themselves in trouble. It was a meadery, so mead, the honey yeah, wine, yeah, 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 and queen bees, bees, honey, all this stuff. He came up with this word associated with queen. And it turned out to be a, a sexual device, I'll just say. An explicit term. Yeah, an explicit term. USPTO was clear, the patent and trademark office for the yeah. uninitiated. But luckily, before the presentation, this is how we found out this kind of thing was, was common. We looked it up. We just Googled the term. Yeah, let's see what it means. Oh, then we, th then HR, you know. <laughs> Yeah, screeching wheels. Everybody stop. runs away from the computer monitors. Actually, we looked like, "What is, is that? that real?" <laughs> um, and and put put the brakes on before the presentation. And obviously, then we googled. It. But the point is, it's don't just look and see if it's open and available because that's what somebody did is went to FDIC and said zero matches. Google it. It's a good name for a bank if they've mm -hmm. got it now and they've trademarked it. It's and ironic they can, that one has failed and they can turn it around. It is ironic the one has failed. So, so yes, it's just a twist. I happen to yeah. I don't. I don't want to celebrate it as perfect, but I do want to celebrate the movement of it. Yeah. The the brand I looks good. I'd rather say it on the podcast than have somebody come back and go. Actually, hey, hey guys, actually they've had. There's two sovereigns that have failed. No one will touch that name. No. Well, we're, we're, yes. and, and look. Here's the deal. You can take it back. I mean, it is there zero, but it we can't give you a podcast about risk and me not bring up that the risk of the, it. the risk of it yeah. like i i would guess they knew that though i'm going to guess they i meant. would hope they did i mean at least it made the conscientious decision to to switch out that like we're going to build it from scratch like we're going to start with this name but i would say a, yeah, i'm just saying well, you probably don't if you had a choice just like don't be an an acronym or an abbreviation if you had a choice don't name yourself something that when you google it it's it failed which should change over time, yeah. you'd hope. But the other question I would have is like, would you rather be, so this comes down to a whole strategic question. Would you rather be rebranded newly as Sovereign Bank, knowing that two others have failed in the past, but maybe everyone in your local community doesn't know that until they Google it. So of course you got that risk. Or would you rather be First National Bank and Trust, which is 600 of you, and you're you're not a brand. You've even got the most cliche logo. So you're looking at like literally like you're either vanilla or you're like. But but that's not the that's a false set. I, for, I forgot. It. But that's the set they went with, I guess. Right. But I'm just saying, just like they had the choice to not be that either. Yeah. They they, they could have said no to both choices. Um, again, I'm just trying to be a fair broker. Like it's look their brand. I'm just saying visually, it, it's probably one of the freshest. Things that we haven't done. It's modern. I thought somebody may have, you know, been ga uh, not gaslighting, moonlighting. <laughs> They've been. They were not gaslighting. They were moonlighting. There's all kinds of lightings out there. Everybody's into lighting these days. Yeah, gaslighting, moonlighting, night lighting, mm -hmm. and uh, whatever. Again, kudos to them for for 
breaking out. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But also, th- th- also thank you for serving as yet another war- warning signpost on the journey. Because that's here's the thing: we've got all of this. We've got is is Nike big because it's unique, or is it unique because it's big? It's big because it's unique, and not just what they delivered, how they operated, all of that. It's a unique company, and if it would have tried to come out and sound like Adidas or Puma, it would have probably not done as well. Yeah, because we see other companies that haven't. Yeah, exactly. So that being said, uh, I think we're bumping up on our time here on the Marketing Money podcast, first national podcast of marketing and money. Spiteful, but like hopeful that this is a wake up call on the marketing side of banks that marketing doesn't doesn't matter. There's a lot. I think there's a lot of from the the highest level that it doesn't matter until it matters with marketing. It's not like I feel like bank marketing doesn't get a lot of respect until it needs respect. In other words, you see it and you're like, oh, that's great marketing. Well, well, but well no one I, I don't really know that, jumps I don't know into that, it. That the that the eight a.m. call on Sunday to put out a release, you know, release to that the whatever the executive leadership's written is necessarily respect. It's just like uh, it's necessity. Yeah. But uh, that being said, I, I hope the narrative that I know I've carried and Josh and many others have carried over the years that like it's not just an expense of frivolity to rebrand. Or rename yourself. It's not just, oh, that ad agency. And I'm not speaking, look, love Mavis agency, love all the other ad agencies too, but like, and I want them to do well, but like, I'm not pitching this so, so an agency can come up and rebrand you. It's just I'm a, telling a you, means there to is end. a risk. There yeah. is a real risk out there. And we saw it last week. Yeah. And it's been, we've talked about it a lot, but no one's seen the real risk until now, I think. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about it some more. I'm, I'm going to start little speeches and talkies this year when I go up there with that's going to be my my opening a lot is is look at your bank name and for those of you that already have a unique name or have a unique brand with the name congratulations you can move to step two I would almost be as brash to say if you don't have that go ahead and leave the room because everything else I'm talking about doesn't matter yet yeah but anyway yeah it is what it is so for uh both of us Hey, remember, these opinions, thoughts and opinions are not our own. They're somebody else's. Yeah, no, nobody takes any uh, credibility or liability. <laughs> All right. Bye. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.